saw the rain we saw the rain the rain came and well actually we kind of seen a little bit of rain oh, oh. we've seen a little bit of rain here through sprinkled in throughout the year and now now we saw a lot more and now we have a lineup and the rain looks uglier a lot darker a lot Yeah, no not, dip in not, your toe. Not that it's all bad, but there's not a whole lot of good. So we'll jump in right right away. Uh, I Iowa Ohio State final score 21-12 against Ohio State. It did not spoiler. Feel, it did spoiler. not. It did not feel like 21 to 12. But first match, Drake Ayala uh, wrestled Malik Hinzelman. Ma- Malik. Heinzelman. Yeah, I'm, I'm just pronouncing it differently. I don't know. Well, that's how all of our names go that aren't Hawkeyes. But <laughs> so it, that actually wasn't that bad. It was Here's, a good match. Um, great takedown at when, the, when, at when the you end take, of regulation. But when you take all these losses, by the way, that we'll be going over, and you combine them in an overall performance, it's not good. I yeah. will say, in general, if you go match by match, I didn't think they looked at all that terrible. I agree. Minus a couple. I agree. And and that's where we differ. In fact, we've even before this duel even started, we got a little bit of a tiff over Mirren's match. Well, how it started was you claiming that um, Iowa hasn't had any upsets. In uh, how many not, years? Not that Iowa hasn't had upsets, but the the amount of times we've been upset compared to the amount of times that we've upset someone yeah. is it's catastrophic. Like you and, can't even argue that. In my it's, argument, well, because I can argue this <laughs> a little bit. Not, I mean, granted, there is agreement there, yes, but at the same time, when you are the top dog. Yeah, and you have, and you have, and you have multiple top three guys. Multiple. It's harder to get upsets because there's nobody else to upset. You are the top dog, except for when you're at the top. It's like this idea of like getting ranked in high school. You know, everybody might have this like idea. Like that's a target on your back. You know, and not only that, like if you're you're that guy, you're a top one, top two, top three, top five guy even, 
and you're wrestling someone that's a top 23 guy, let's say, or he's sure. ranked 20th or yeah. 15th even, guess what? You're more conservative because you're defending your spot. Granted, that's not the right way to do it. We all agree with that. But it, it is a mentality that yeah. says, you know, I, I'm better than this guy. I just can't lose. And, the prop- and and it's not more it's not as much like going out there and wrestling your style. And that's a it, big it, problem. First off, and I don't think it's cuz I I there, in no way do I think it's because I don't think our guys are capable. It's like Max Baron is a perfect example like he's a, like on paper Big underdog against Sasso. Uh, many a time. Big underdog. He's been an underdog his whole career at had, Iowa. He had the match won. Max and, and that's where the frustration comes in is that he wasn't able to close it. But, sure. then, but then you jump to like 165 where number seven kid, what, what was well, his name? Uh, K- mm. K- Kalasa upsets upsets. I mean, this Al- argument Al- was Al- before this duel first off, but... That's fine, but you know what I'm saying. Like I do, like I they, do understand that this this Ohio, this duel definitely highlighted your point. Ohio, yes, Ohio State experienced like two or three big upsets. Not necessarily. Not wouldn't say they're big upsets. Big upset, yeah, not big upsets, but matches that were considered like we need this, and none of them went our way. I will say this. First off, surprisingly, it's still early in the season. Believe it or not. You know, as far as the Iowa standard, nope. especially. Yeah. Um, in fact, to me, this is... A, <laughs> it sounds terrible, but this sounds like an improvement. Because typically what happens is we dominate all the way through and then our guys get hurt, come nationals, or mentally broke, or whatever, and then we fall apart. I don't know. Here's... You ever hear of the Chinese horse story? Go for it. Oh yeah, I know. I'm going off on Educate a tangent. Us all, yeah. please. So the Chinese horse story is a Chinaman here has these horses, right? And then and then all of a sudden they they all run away, okay? And and the guy and somebody comes to him I'm like, oh my goodness, no, your horses just all ran away. He's like, yeah, it could be good, could be bad. And then and then all Probably of a sudden bad. and then he goes out and he he starts looking for his horses and he finds all these wild horses finds like 35 40 of them for free basically you know and he brings them in and breaks them and they end up being great horses and like oh look at you you found all these horses yeah it could be good could be bad then his son gets on and trying to break one of these wild horses and all of a sudden he ends up breaking his leg and then and they're like holy like shit J- holy like shit James, Jimmy from Yellowstone Sure. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. They're, they're like, holy shit, your son just broke his leg. That, that's terrible. And he's like, well, it could be good, could be bad. Comes out that then there's a war that breaks out, and he, everybody's drafted except his son because he has a broken leg. And they're like, oh, lucky for you, his son did not get drafted. And and they're like, he's like, ah, it could be good, could be bad. You know? And then, and then, it, I mean, it goes on and on. It's so the idea, it's, it's a butterfly. Sure, it, it's like you don't count your blessings till they happen or whatever. You know, there's multiple things. You know, you, blessing in disguise. There's multiple. I'm just saying, we don't know right now, but I'm saying right now, I feel this could be good, could be bad. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying nothing. I'm saying nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
But, I mean, we didn't progress anywhere. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just saying, who knows? You don't, like, like Marinelli lost I here. Marinelli lost here is way better than a loss at Nationals like he's done the last two years. Like, hopefully it kicks himself in the ass a bit, you know? Abe Assad wrestled a kid close, and we'll, talk, we'll go over these. But Sure. Uh, sure. You go, so... We'll jump into it. Right away at 125, we had uh, Drake Ayla going up against Malik Henselman of Ohio State, number 18 versus number 10. Based off what you've seen, you would expect this would be uh, Ayla. Ayla would have won this match, but... um, uh, We don't know where Ayla stands, and nobody else does. is a, it was a quick takedown in the, in the first period, and he had to overcome it the entire match. We, he got the takedown in the last second. No. Literally. No. Literally. If there was one second left, it wouldn't have gone to sudden victory. So you felt good. You felt real good. Like, he's going to pull it out because he battled back. No. And then, and then he did. Well, so... And he's the first, he's not the only one that does this. Once again, I think I'm a broken record on this. I think I've said this many times. I absolutely hate when people take shots without an idea of finishing. They take shots and sit on their knees. He did this. He did this, and we will. talking about Ava Saad here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I well, will mention it again. Again and again and again, and I think I did this last year and even way back with, what, three years ago, four years ago when we had, like, McDonough doing that yeah. and shit. Like, it fucking drives me crazy why people take shots and don't realize what angle they want to go with. Sure. Or or maybe they don't. They just want to touch yeah. a leg, you know? So, so, what the disappointing thing about this match is it's still kind of, like, the verdicts out there on on where how good is Drake Isle going to be? Well, first off, he is so young, and he's going to learn so much in these beginning years and beginning matches that well, I'm still not afraid of this. Yeah, and I'm not saying that Drake Isle is not a the, the only problem be- I have is mentally that it doesn't affect him. Like it's like that. It's like we just watched the Kurt Warner story. It's that mental, yeah, mental thing big, with the big like, lows, the big highs, yeah. Big you're you, if you throw a pick, you go back in there and throw a touchdown. Don't yeah. fucking let uh, it phase so, you. Before we progress further, we just went. We just got back from seeing. Yeah, Ameri- I, just, I just told American him underdog, <laughs> yeah. the Kurt Warner story. Yeah, and how how inspired did you leave? High V plastered everywhere. You and I plastered everywhere. Iowa, Iowa, Iowa. It's fucking awesome. Loved it. Yeah. If you, it. I remember if you fuckers most- haven't seen it, go fucking watch it, you jackknives. Yeah, Get off your it, duff. It, it, it and- deserves your money. The fact that they made a movie over that, and when you watch it, it almost feels unbelievable that that's a real story. It's a real story. It's unbelievable. It is believe it. It is the biggest okay. underdog story you could imagine from anybody. And you know what that kid, that guy the accident, he looks a lot fucking like Kurt Warner. Like a Yeah. Even his That's eyes. Shazam. Shazam. Oh, is that that guy? It's a it's a superhero. That explains Shazam. okay, it explains a little bit. Because he has he has like a weird thing with his eyes, like you can't tell emotion with his eyes, like where in the movie it should be a little more emotion, he just like stares blankly kinda a little bit. Sure. And he has that same feel, so that makes sense now. 
actually. But outside of that, it's a great movie. But do you do you remember, like, at the peak of Iowa Barnstorm? Yes, like, we were there. Were? Yeah, I yeah. lived in Des Moines. Yeah. Des Moines. You didn't live in Des Moines during that. Pretty close. Yeah, no, you didn't. We were in we were in middle school. Okay, I I was there in two thousand. Well, I I was in Indianola. No, in 2004, weren't. yes. Yeah, but that was way, way, way after. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, yeah, you're right. this was like the so 90s. We, when did we get, like, uh, going to Barnstormers? That was in, like, 2005, well, That was after, so that, yeah, yeah, that was you after. and I started going after. That's true. So the Barnstormers hit their so peak. So, no, no, they, I don't they, remember going. They hit their peak, and then they got sold out to some place in New York. They acquired them. And then they were garbage, and they eventually got bought bought back by Iowa. But they were, I but but I I remember being in sixth grade and going going to watch I going to watch Kurt Warner in the Iowa Barnstormers. Oh, I I don't think I did. It was crazy. It was sold out every single. Well, you know what's funny, though, is when I went in, like, 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005-ish, because I think I was, like, a junior and senior, like, I went, we went, I think we even did a, a trip in the van, and and I, we were, Barnstormers were fucking ungodly good, probably because of Kurt Warner, like, recruits. I don't remember them being good, Gav. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember ever losing well, I do. Really? Yeah, I remember going to visiting you going to Barnstormers games, and they lost all the time. I remember they, they've gone down like two divisions since they've been bought back. They're not a good team anymore. Well, anymore, yeah. And but that, that's a I remember in comparison to what it used to be. So a lot of the Simpson guys I played football with, sure. uh, they went there, which would explain why they weren't that great, you know. <laughs> Division three, you know, like when you're talking like fucking Kurt Warner from a div Division one, yeah, you know, they're Division one double A. I mean, I don't know. I, I really do, I don't know how to explain that. But anyways, COVID or what? COVID is that COVID? Okay. Well, I remember even going to visit you when you lived in Des Moines and. Brad Banks was the starting quarterback. You, you're, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they've always had. <laughs> because you keep coughing, you don't. You're not even finishing sentences. You just cough and then shake your head. No, I don't want. <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about what's going on. You, you go. <laughs> your turn. I'm coughing. Yeah. Yeah, that's how this works. Uh. I mean, they've always had studs, and it's it's it's. But I it's it's funny because like it's Iowa Barnstormers, but like when we they were like the shit. They were the shit, and then not anymore. Like yeah. it was a pretty drastic way. drop. <coughs> well, yeah. After after Warner, their. Uh, the whole, the whole. Uh, no, I wouldn't say they were good there for a uh, dude. I don't know. Maybe they got sold a couple years after Warner left. 
and that made them horrible all of a sudden. Yeah. No, I disagree. I think they were still decent. I mean, when 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 you're arena football, it's not like any of the players that you have intact are following you to New York. None of them are. You're recruiting. You're starting from ground zero. Yeah. And they did that, and they were garbage, and then they sold back to Iowa for like pennies of what it was sold for. Oh yeah, eventually. Yeah. 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 And that's all I'm saying is. It, I love going to Iowa Barnstormers games, but it's not anywhere close to what it used to be. Like it used to be magical. Those vet, I mean, vets auditorium. I mean, w- they're definitely not as packed as what they were. But the you remember the cowbell and all that shit? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I they, still have a cowbell, the, and they still had packed fans. Like there was, there was. I mean, these are people that have no real affiliation with the team, and there there was a fan base. Oh, there's a fan base I, for I, sure. No doubt. The season still, ticket holders that wouldn't I, that wouldn't miss a fucking game. Like, they're, they're, we're talking like I I wouldn't say as big as like Iowa State or Iowa or anything, but dude, you they had a four Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. I love that. That's the only reason why it survived as long as it has since its resurgence. But, yeah, it was, I mean, great fucking movie. Yeah, it's an, an it's, like we said, it's like if, if you didn't watch it or follow it, it's hard to believe that it even happened. Like, that's a real story that somebody was able to... And then, and then the Kurt, the Kurt Warner story is is the best underdog story. I well, that's I've that's what I was again ever like, seen on film. And and then the idea that there's an Iowa guy, I was he born? We didn't look it up, did we? But he was from Cedar Rapids, according to the movie. I don't know if he was, but anyways, he goes to you and I, and then that's pretty. I mean, and then they mentioned Hyvie. Hyvie was plastered everywhere. I did not think they would do that. What I, I I love that they did. I like I feel real. I'm I'm glad they did. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. So am I. Probably cost them a pretty penny, but anyways, going back to wrestling. Uh, Drake Ayala once again had a match he could have won. It seems like he's been there so many times and so close so many times well, that it's only going to make him better. He's he's won most of those. So far, I mean, he's only—he's only. He's only uh, no, he lost McKee a few times. What is he? He's three and two right now as a starter. As a starter, but he's—I mean, there's sure, still yeah. some other losses. Yeah, yeah. Come McKee's a—he uh, can beat McKee. He can beat. He hasn't proven it yet, he, but he, he, he can he, beat he, McKee. He, he can won, beat this he guy. Won this match. It shows that he can win every one of the matches he's up against thus far. Yeah, he's there, but then you have to ask yourself, like. He's right there, and not that he can't easily be an All-American, but... Do you remember how many losses Spencer Lee had his two. first year out? He had two. Tomasello and Rivera? Yep. And then his even his second year. He lost to Rivera. Yeah, because he didn't win a Big Ten championship his first two years. Yeah, he, I mean, he he's, he's had plenty of losses, and this is a kid... That is was a four timer as well. 
that's supposed to be ungodly good. I mean, there's going to be losses for these guys. Sure. The, you the, you got to allow for a learning curve, Keaton. You, I, no, I'm not. I'm, and I'm not saying that. I'm just saying Central League wasn't losing to a kid that was ranked 18th in the country either. I'm not saying. I'm not saying Drake Ayala is not going to be a top five kid. I think he he will be as long as he shows up and wrestles. Yeah. I uh, to me. Okay. Well, so. My big thing is, is as Tom Brands and Terry Brands have said many times, all that matters is nationals. Yep. And by God, let's let's let them wrestle. Let's let them unfortunately suffer a loss or two, even if it's not a real loss. Let them let them battle. And uh, I mean, it's a. A kid like this, it's only gonna make him better. I, I don't, I don't see any downfall in this. I don't. If anything, it writes their head and be like, "You yeah. got more work to do, yeah. more work to yeah. do, more work to do." Yeah, and that, over and over that again. Could easily, easily be the situation here. It can go one way or another for somebody. Yeah, right like here. I remember, I will not forget ever. Alex Sertzis, motherfucker. Came in, I think he was New Jersey, four-timer, never lost once in his whole goddamn life. And he comes and he beats Gallic. Or Nate Gallic. Yeah, Nate Gallic. Gallic from Iowa State, number one in the nation. Everybody's like, what? He's going to be a four-timer. Easy, piece of cake. And then he just fell a fucking part. Yep. So... Losses are not bad. They're really not. I mean, in a predicament like this. In fact, we also got to remember, he was forced out here. He was not expected to be wrestling. You know, he might have been like not training like he should have early on because he was like, shit, I'm behind Spencer Lee all year. God damn it, you know? Yeah. It's that, a whole different type of mindset. He's taking his... Or trying to absorb as much information as possible. Yeah. I guess at that point, Spencer Lee's probably not even wrestling in the room. So no. It's probably just you. He's probably, literally, he's probably just wrestling with Colin Treber the whole time. And just, yeah. He's probably not even seeing real, real, real people in the room. You know? Because they probably had DeSanto and, um, you know, Spencer as a, a go partner, and uh, you know what I'm saying. Like it's a whole different, it's a whole different bowl game now for him. But but then we move on to 33. DeSanto's yeah, it's back. DeSanto is back in the lineup, and he he came back on fire. Yeah, and he, actually, he was needed. There was a point in the match. I don't know if you saw this, and and they yeah, kind of panned straight. They panned straight over to Tom, and or maybe it was Terry. I think it was Tom though. Tom's like, don't even, don't even worry about that. And he's like, no, no, I want up, I want up. And it wasn't even his decision, yeah. uh, up or down, up, down, or neutral. You know, he's yeah. like, I want up. And the reason why is because if the kid picked down, he had a turn him to win there to, to to pin him you know he didn't want to let him up and then and then get a tech fall he wanted to actually 
you know, uh, turn him and pin him. And so he was wanting to pick up, and 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 Brian's is like, no, don't even worry about it, you know. I'll just wrestle. Just wrestle. Get your tech fall. But basically, what he was saying was, get your goddamn tech fall. Don't worry about the pin right now. Yeah. yeah. Which is not a normal mindset for the Brands' first off. Yeah. But we're dealing with a not a normal kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? It was, yeah, he was ready to go. It was fun to see him back. I, I have a feeling there, there he were, was very upset about not wrestling the last couple matches. For sure. Yep. He and was. he wanted to emphasize that in some way. Yep. And he did and that, in fact, then at the end, I mentioned he he like you know he got his hand raised and he turned and like slapped the ref's belly. I'm like, what what are you what are you doing? Just just walk off the fucking mat, man. No more, no more antics out of you. You know. He's trying to be a good sport. He just doesn't understand. The he does not. He does not know. Yeah. Speaking of which, then we go to forty one. And we got Iron Man, which has an, another set of issues. And, uh, in fact, there was a point where he got... First off, it is very obvious to me that he's not wrestling a real match. You know, like, there was a point where he gets pushed off the match and he throws up a, a stalling call as he was getting pushed off the mat. You know, and the ref even stopped and talked to him do you remember me saying this? And and the ref, it was all murmured because, you know, he has a microphone on, but I think he was covering it with his hand as he was talking to him and saying, like, you don't make the calls out here, buddy. Yeah, you're just you do that again, and I'll ding you or whatever he was trying to threaten, you know, which he doesn't have much of a threat, really. I mean, there's nothing unsportsmanlike maybe he can do, maybe. Yeah. But, but at the same time, Ironman, Ironman kept the, the kid did kept gra- grabbing his wrist right and holding it down, so that Ironman couldn't do any cross body cross body ride and pulling back in a Turk or nothing, and and he kept just like what what is this what is this, Ironman could have been doing a lot more than just that. Yep, it's so frustrating. Jaden is really playing a game here. I kind of almost feel like that same game is being played by Marinelli. We'll, we're going to jump into that. Just jump past Caleb. No, we'll we'll talk about Caleb. But but it it, it reminds me of the it's the same thing. They are both. It, they weren't going to dominate. They weren't trying to dominate their opponent at all. It it was they had a lead and they were they were. They thought they had it sealed, and they just tried to coast it out. Towards the end, okay, well, let's first talk about Caleb. Sure. So, Caleb actually wrestled a fairly good match, wrote him out good, and he, you know, yeah. um, you know, he, he wrestled tough against a kid that's, and actually, to me, I even said this early on to you, like, even like earlier in the week I'm like I'm glad Caleb doesn't have like a big a big matchup you know because he needs to coast on that confidence with him he is a rhythm kind of guy like he doesn't he doesn't get too out of yeah out of position 
He doesn't, but he does have like. If he's on a roll going into big oh, he's, or nationals, he's going to be an all American. Yeah, he will win, and sure, all of them will be grinders. Yeah, they'll all be two, three points, but he will, <laughs> he will consistently win and do the right thing. So yeah, and we've seen it all well, three years in a row now. You know, and like he, he will be fine come come nationals, but. Um, nothing impressive yet again, but uh, still, yeah, I'm glad nothing, he's worth nothing over over Jason Jason Hubbard. I'm still glad that it's it was an easy win for him, and uh, he's he's he can keep that kind of high momentum going. And then, so yeah, we get to, to the most disappointing match of the entire duel, yep. and that was Alex Marinelli going up against Carson. Well, how do you even say that guy's last name? Uh, Kachala, number seven in the country, um, had the had the match won the entire the entire seven minutes except for the last, yeah, the the very end. But we gotta remember this kid. His only loss, his only loss is number four kid in the nation, and it was five to four. It's not like he's a pud. I, I, yeah, for sure. He's not a pud, but... I, I did like this at the end of the match. Marinelli was not happy. He was talking, spitting, saying stuff to the crowd. Um, basically, it, I was trying to read lips. And uh, I I don't know exactly what was said, but... Basically, is like fuck that. You know? I I I hope so because he completely tried to like that was the definition of coasting. Yeah. Well, the last thirty seconds of that match, he he had there was there was no no mindset during that of him trying to score and it, and and him just trying to hang on. And it bit him in the ass. Yeah, he was in the front head. Yep. And he was hanging on to it, hanging lazy. too low. Lazy. Hanging too low in a lazy fashion. And it, it basically got swung by and, um, yeah, a little duck and, and then took down. Yeah. So. With 13 seconds left, I think it was. Something like that. It was kind of. In, but but once again, this is one of those I'm like, mm, at least it happened well, and, and we skipped over Max Mirren. Yeah, we completely skipped over Max Mirren. Which was the best match of the whole but, th- but night. But it was a similar style. It was a similar match, but Mirren on the flip side. Well, no. So here's this this scenario is what happened with Max Mirren. Max Mirren was down, and he was getting ridden, and he needed two points. Well, he got two. the reversal. He was Right. Yes, yes, he was down. Right he had right time at one point. He was he was down and he was getting ridden hard. Okay? And then and then he gets a reversal, right? What like for a minute and minute and 10 seconds maybe. And he hangs on, hangs on, hangs on and uh, then gets reversed back with like 20 seconds left. And it, it was it was a, like he never had control, never had control. Like he was, 
it was one of those like reversals that like uh, he slipped in the leg and kind of got behind the, the the arms and then held on and then all of a sudden he came up, the Sasso came up and and then then he held on to the waist as his legs were up in the air and then it dropped back down and then he grabs another leg and tries rolling up like kind of trying to get closer to out of bounds. If it would have got out of bounds, he would have won that match, but he didn't. Yep. I mean. Mirren, I he, to me that was a great like a t- I hate to say it it was a great attempt like he did everything he could then that last twenty seconds Sasso is that kind of guy he's a scrambling little fucker slippery squeeze it out of the yeah second. that's what he does that's what's so frustrating like like uh, I just want. I to have one of those matches, a match like that, fall in our fla- fall in our favor. It, 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 it but completely, you, it's a different, it's a different level of, uh, of uh, excitement and optimism going into next week for sure. But here's what excites me about this, a little bit, is that is a definite mindset for me and like god damn it i had it won come nationals if he's seated what fifth or whatever on 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 sammy sasso side all he knows is he has to get to sasso to be in the finals yeah you know what i'm saying yeah i i don't see that as a negative like at least he, they we he knows he knows. he knows he can do it yeah he should have done it and Max Mirren is a dark, by far, one of the most dark horses on our team. And and now he sees that he can be a finalist. I'm okay with this match. That's the way I saw it. Nope. It was a good match. Um, I spent six and a half minutes thinking that uh, Mirren was going to win that. And so that's where all my disappointment comes from. Oh, yes. you threw a fit. Oh, I was mad. I was real mad. Yeah, but to me, that's a plus. That's a big plus. I liked it. I like that match. It, 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 that that's not like a. That's not the same type of win of of or a upset of like a Hubbard beating Marinelli. It, it was. It was. I went from a a big time high. Of thinking, holy fuck, this is going to be big. This is huge for us. To, it's not. It's not. And that—that's where just all my like it, it was just disappointment. Yeah, I didn't hope that. Then afterwards, we have a a boring Caleb match like normal, and then and then Alex Marinelli. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. But a great plus. To me, once again, is Kemmerer. Sure, he's ranked number one again. Number two. Two, okay. Against Ethan Smith. This is probably his biggest test so far. But he, once again, it's obvious his shoulder has issues. It's obvious that he's not 100%. It's obvious he can't even reach out with that 100%. He can't reach out in anything and grab it and pull it in with that I, arm. I, I feel like there's a little bit of pull that he has with it, and that's about it. But I mean, I mean, he was winning six to one. 
that whole match. Keaton, like that he, Keaton. Gave, he gave up the takedown at the end. Yeah. And, and even with that, he was never not in control of the entire match. You, once again, we're spectators. Okay, we don't know everything that's going on in the room and how much it hurts him, and we don't know all that stuff, any of that stuff. Yeah. And we also we do know that he sat out five weeks without full training. Sure. I think that's impressive. Yet again. I, I'm not saying that's. I I I'm saying like I if he pulls out just like a Corey Clark and sure McDonough got what third that year. You know, with the same kind of injury I'm assuming he has. You know, I'm not 100%. Um, it blows my mind. Like, I I remember I wrestled with fucking a thumb that kept, like, dislocating and shit and a half-torn rotator cuff, and I thought I was going to die. You know? Sprained ankles. The whole thing. I Like, every one of them sucked. Donkey dick. Every time. I... I like that. That I would. That was my most scary match coming to this thing, and I think he looked like a fucking phenom. So I'm, I, I, I'm well, happy I, with that. As yeah, I, I have no doubt in Kimmer right now, as far as like at least to where his ranking is. Yeah. I see him as the finalist at this point. Yeah, I think he's wrestling better with it because he's smarter. He's not doing those long, yeah. stupid fucking shots yeah, that 80% he, he, of our team he, does. And you see it, like, even that, like, he took a high crotch in that match. and He bailed it, out. No, he finished. The one I'm thinking of, he finished it. Oh. But he was in complete control. I, I like, saw. It, it, it was, like, picture perfect as far as, like, it's what you would teach if you had a dummy in front of you. Yeah. But it was perfect. I and, I, and 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 he and he, yeah. It, it it was just there. There was no stopping it at because of because of the the level of his. You could just tell he's physically more dominant than the guy that he's being. So if put you out there with. if you notice, he does front heads only with his right arm. He'll do a front head only with his right and reach around with his left to grab the leg and then try to step over. And there was one point he was grimacing as he got that last takedown. Remember me calling that out? Yeah, you did. And, and, and that was his very last takedown. Like, that sucked when he had to, like, reach out, grab that arm and pull it in, or grab that leg and pull it in to step over it. And you could see on his face that it didn't feel good. And then, but... Then after that, as he's basically trying to stall out the match, there's another reach-out point where he sucked it back, and he's like, screw it, I'm going to the other side, you know? Like, I feel like there's more of a thought process there rather than reaching for something that normally he shouldn't anyways, you know? Yeah. And Kind of keeps his guy guessing. Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, when when you have to do things a different way um you're you're not just like reacting you're actually thinking and moving you know what i'm saying you're you're actually setting things up versus just going with what is natural to you you know and i I, man it's impressive to me and then and then of course when we go to abasad and we saw how many times he just go on his knees and fucking lunge for a shot yeah drives me crazy because then i'm like why doesn't he wrestle with kemmerer and kemmerer show him how he's actually taking real shots and finishing versus 
lunging for a shot. Yeah. It drives me fucking crazy. And I I think we've talked about this every year on podcasts. I hate lunge shots. I hate reach shots where we're just hang, hit our knees, stop, and hang on. Uh, and that was all this match was. Yeah. Uh, it, it, and that's not to even say, like, he didn't even get, like, he got close a couple of times. He had sure. real deep. Sure. But at the same time, when your setup is what it is, like, it's super easy to counter as well. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, I, I mean, it, it, a, a, Abe's there. I, I feel like he's just as likely to, like, he, there's, there's no way that he's not a top eight kid. Yep. Yeah, no, and, and I mean, there was, and it's almost amazes me how he just, he, he, like, what he'll do is he'll drop to his knees, and he'll lunge, or, like, fake the lunge, and then lunge again, yeah. and it amazes me how many times he does get to the legs, <laughs> it's like, yeah. like, it's impressive, but by God, if you could do that all in one motion, man, and then turn and finish a shot, you'd be damn fucking good. You'd be annihilating. Yeah. Yeah. God, I and you know that just shows how strong he is too. Like, you can't you can't like lunge for a leg with when everybody sees it coming. Like even the viewers are like, oh shit, here it <coughs> comes, you know. Lunge for it, and then you still can draw it in, and then have to hip into it. If you could do that all in one motion and catch them all off guard, and they're already leaning one way, pff, you're gonna finish every fucking time. He's just gotta. He's gotta get that mindset where he. I think to me, literally, it seems like uh, like I wrestled heavyweight and I was always afraid of shooting. You know, sure. it seems like that idea where you're never gonna finish. You just have to have the mindset that you're gonna finish and then finish. You know. Oh. And then we get the Warner. Warner started out great and kind of died off there at the end as well. Yeah. Yeah, kind of like the story of the whole wrestling team, other than uh, you, you take out Austin DeSanto. I will give him a little bit of credit. Him and Cassiope both, our backs were against the wall. We had to win them, <laughs> you, you know. Uh, a little safer play maybe going on in their head. Um, things that weren't, you, you know, you didn't want to, you didn't want to lose. The sure. duel for the team, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Jacob Warner beat uh, Gavin Hoffman six to five, and it was it was a it was a burner, man. That was a nerve wracking match, especially coming off a big. It, even though it wasn't an upset against Ava Saad, it felt like an upset. Like that, that yeah. Ohio no, State I, crowd was roaring, and Tom Ryan had that had those guys. They have soaring a, at that. They point. have a great atmosphere. They have that like uh, that little pedestal that people wrestle on, and it was a packed house, all wearing masks, as was pointed out many times. But um, <laughs> the that. Tom Tom Ryan's fucking good, and he knows what he's doing. He knows Iowa. He knows. I mean, he he's he's fucking good. What are you gonna do? You know, they they get pumped for this. They're Big Ten. They have a young team. They're gonna be great in a couple years. Yeah, they have a really young team, 
And as long as uh, douchebags like Kel Sanderson don't keep changing the rules on recruiting and shit, <laughs> um, they should have a solid team in, in, in a couple of years. Oh, they Penn they, State look good against Penn Michigan. Penn State is la fucking jet. Like they are good. Yeah. They are good. They are scary. I don't. I don't. I don't see without a big a cup like one or two big upset pins on our side. I don't see how we uh, how we win next week. Well, Cassiope has a tough match against them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Really tough match. It's a tough match. Yep. Drake Ayala has probably the biggest first match of any Hawkeye. Like, can you imagine, like, what freshman has a bigger, a big, bigger, uh, well, what, what word am I looking for? Uh, bigger, like, not shoes to fill, but, 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 like, it's being, what's being asked of him is unfair because it's big. Yeah. It's so big. Drykeella has a huge first match. And even if they start at 57, either way, when we get to 125, without Dreykala needs to win that match. Otherwise, I will I say this: every single match will matter tremendously in that Hugely, duel. Yes, and that's what will make it so fun or terrible. Well, that and that's the thing: a match like Dreykala, if he wins. We have a shot. We have a we have a shot, but that means everybody else just has sure. to show up. Sure, like we we can't I, we can't have a Marinelli loss. We yeah. can't. A Kemmerer will Absolutely. have a tough match. Cassiopeia will have a tough match. All of our big names will have tough matches in that. Ironman will have a tough fucking match. Yep, one twenty five is a six point swing though. And it makes me nervous. Uh, every one of them is. Yeah. All of them are. Yeah. Yeah. All those I just named are a six-point swing. It's nerve-wracking. We have a yeah. good team. We have a good team. But. And you know, and it's still like I, as much as I hate to say, it, it's still early. There's a lot of injuries that can happen on their side as well. You know. Yeah. It's not like yeah, and I was one. Uh, what was today? Twenty nine straight duels in a row. We've won. Yeah. Hmm. Not enough. Not enough. Yeah, but then so Cassiope comes and he wrestles uh, Tate Warndorf, and uh, you know, actually, he almost powered that guy over with a half. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous, but on his feet, he got Jap Wizard right away, which was weird. Oh, that was weird. pretty. That, that was... That, that little... Was, it, was that a... That's, that's a Jap Wizard? Yeah, that's what we that, call it. It just looked like an arm throw. But, yeah, yeah it was... Uh, you you could tell it was like the perfect storm of a move to, to get him with because... That's not a move. If you're not familiar with the weight you're at, like that, there's a reason why a move like that could catch you off guard. Yep. 
we were we were talking about that. If he had his lower belly half weight, yeah, he could have sagged and like, stopped that doing? in a heartbeat. Normally, that you see that in like a 74, 84, maybe sixty five pounder. You don't necessarily see that as much at heavyweight because they just sag hips and that's a lot of weight to move. But he did lose, you know, thirty, forty pounds, you know, or whatever it was. Um, so it was interesting, and but he came back and he he just pretty well dominated that that match you know in fact in fact there was a point where he had a cradle locked up and he just let it go for the takedown yep. and then he came back and put the kid on the back for two points rather than so did warner i think at a certain yeah yeah yep. warner gave up the the and once again those are the two two at the end where they just don't want to lose you know yeah it's 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 trickier, you know, when when kind of a duel's on the line, you know. But it was interesting. I mean, we knew that there was a lot of good matchups here. We just didn't know that it was going to be this close. Yeah. And the final score yeah. doesn't even seem that yeah. close, but it's way it, closer yeah, than what it, it was. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't get yeah. it. It's 21 to 12, and it just feels like it was so much tighter than that. Yeah. But, a lot of uh, good matches. We're going to be... Uh, We'll be back here next week, and I'm nervous, man. I'm so fucking nervous for this duel. Like, I, I just, I, without two or three upsets rolling in our favor, I don't, I just don't understand how we can possibly escape Penn State. And I, I hate being that guy. You are that guy. I'm being that guy right you, now. You've been that guy the last I, couple duels. Usually I'm that guy that's saying though we're gonna be a national championship team when we're I mean have, when we're sixth in the country. Not many people have to deal with losing I don't know how many fucking points at nationals from Spencer Lee. How many points did you score last year? A lot. I, yeah, I, a I, lot. I don't know. A lot. Yeah. How many people have ever had to deal with that? If we win nationals with this team, with what we've overcome, with with uh, a Kemmerer shoulder issue and uh, Ironman finger and who knows what else is going on there, and 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 then losing Spencer Lee it's and the all that coaching job in wrestling is yeah. I mean, you got to admit that is impressive. But that's also the part that's so scary about it. Like not saying that. It's not at all out of the realm of possibility, but at the same time, it's it it when you talk about it and you start breaking it down, it feels unlikely. And let's let's go back to our conversation on the last last podcast as well, where we don't take in these transfers. We haven't because yep. we we love taking and developing a team and making it a team that's what they're doing and and that's what what's all penn state is is they are the the duke the one and duns of of wrestling yeah there's there's kale kale will do kale is looking at this from a business standpoint and he is doing whatever it takes to win in the moment even that heavyweight nothing to do with development has nothing to do with you caring about the kid that like I, not saying that. What what what's the 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 kid that's there right now that at one twenty five? He's he's seventh in the country. He almost he had a hell of a match against Seriano. I what whatever what 
Kale's not not saying that being at Penn State won't make him a better wrestler, but Kale has had zero, zero, absolutely no influence on that wrestler's development. There is nothing that Kale has done as a coach that has put that kid in the position to be number seven in the country. And and when you think about it from that standpoint, other than the aspect of just trying to purely win, what are you doing? Like, you're not coaching. You're just trying to win at that point. Well, you're that, trying to hang on. You're that, trying to be the best. That, that's what I was saying last week. Like, I don't think he's a great coach, per se. No. Sure, he's maybe a good uh, he's filler of weights. He's playing chess. Or, or like, recruiter, you know? But that's about it. He, he's, he's not going to be the guy that's trying to get you to be an Olympic champion. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't give a fuck about you. Past, past. I'm glad you're seeing my co- side. College wrestling, he doesn't care. His paycheck, his paycheck is determined solely off the amount of national champions he wins. When Tom Brands, where he's not even going to talk to you unless you're not thinking about being a, an Olympic champion. Well, he doesn't even offer scholarships until you make the lineup at Iowa. That used to be the case. I don't know what they do now, but. Uh, I know that Kevlet or whatever that's at heavyweight, he went to Ohio State yeah. first, four-timer from Minnesota. He went to Ohio State, transferred over Penn State, um, pretty much when Kale convinced him, obviously. I mean, I don't see any other reason why. Um, yeah, the the 25-pounder. Um, and even before that, was uh what was a 97 pounder i think they had a guy i mean it's it's over and over and over again and i you know g- good for them but we have a full lineup from guy- of guys that we've developed you know the only other the the one is ironman which even ironman's been with us full years two years now yeah not mid-season especially yeah we didn't bring him in like, could you could you imagine that eighty like going into nationals last year, mid season, and all of a sudden we're like, hey, Abe and Nelson, you're done. We're bringing in this kid that's number seven or. Six can you imagine? Like, yeah, can you imagine the twenty five pounder? We wouldn't do that. Finally, finally gets his shot, like a Kurt Warner story. Finally gets his shot. He can prove something at 25. And you and, rip it away. And, and you just rip it away, throwing any other. That's like if Dick Vermeil with Kurt Warner would have, you know, when Trent Green went down, and or 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 when Drew Bledsoe went down, and, and before um, uh, Tom Brady went in, they went and got some free agent. We would never know who was there. Yep. We wouldn't know these guys. We wouldn't know a Kurt Warner. We wouldn't know a Tom Brady. We wouldn't know. Not we, that we're comparing. We like, are. The, the, what, what's the, the difference? On Penn State. Well, the, the, you don't know that. Well, because they're Penn State, so I don't want to give them that credit. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that the ones that fill in for Iowa, like a Drake Ayala, well, are, are guys that are Iowa guys. Exactly, and that's the point. Is like These guys are wrestling for the Iowa program mm-hmm. for a reason. And it's because they had they, they were recruited by guys that believed in them. Yeah. It's the exact opposite for Penn State. If you feel like you're part of something and you're a Penn State wrestler, you're not. 
you're part of another year to try to get a national champion. And once you're through that, and once you're a senior, you're going to be forgotten about. It's not about developing you to be the best wrestler that you're going to be. Like not, like I said, it's not not saying that some of these guys won't become better wrestlers because of wrestling in, in an elite program like Penn State. But your skill didn't come from from transferring. It, it, it came strictly because, because there was a hole. And and Kel took advantage of that. It's it sucks to know that that's a thing that that that. And we'll see more of it. We'll oh, we're see gonna more, see a lot, more lot of more it. of it because with, with Kale because exploiting it the way the, he did this year, the floodgates have opened, and and yep. now it's a, more available with uh, transfers, the open portal thing, and and then of course now money being involved. Uh, we're gonna see a lot more of it. Every and, single coach is raising their eyebrows right and now. And there is, there was, and maybe not so much, but still is a little intimidation factor of the brands is that you're gonna be worked hard, but by God. Come on, guys. If you want to be good, if you want to be great, why not put forth the effort? If you want to just rely on your talent and just hope that it's good enough, then then go to Penn State. Go fuck yourself. That's what I say. That's what I say, too. That's, good. That's a good way of putting it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you think your talent is good enough and you're just, you don't need any effort, go, go to Penn State. We don't want you here. Go fuck yourself, you piece of shit. That's that's the mentality that we. That's that's why like when you know the job I work and we, there's kids that work for thirty days and then don't show up again. You know they think they're better going somewhere else all the time, job hopping and fucking shit like these goddamn millennials. Which I can say since I'm a millennial, go fuck yourself. Go ahead, do that. If you, there's there's some people that like to work and better themselves on their own. Fuck them. I like it. That's a good note to end on. Yeah. Go Hawks. Go Hawks. Fuck everybody else. Fuck Penn State. We'll be back here. Um, we're going next week. Iowa Penn State. Going to be a big ad, uh, big time duel. I can't remember the last time. Other than the last time Penn State came to Carver, which was, what, three years ago? Long time ago. Yeah. I, I can't recall a duel this big. And uh, uh, right afterwards, we have the documentary on the Brands Brothers. So we're going to be doing a double whammy. We're doing a podcast. I don't care what what my wife says. We are shutting down the house. All right. (laughs) All right. right. Go. Go Initiate contacts out.